Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. blessings of freedom is the ability to choose so many things about our lives, almost too many if truth be told, and more choices are constantly surfacing. But just because certain things are available doesn't mean they're appropriate or beneficial for us. So today our topic is choose well, and you won't want to miss this helpful look at making wise decisions. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Psalm 95, the radio outreach ministry of the National Christian Choir from the greater metropolitan area surrounding our nation's capital. I'm Kathy Bowman, your host for this weekly time of worship featuring scripture, commentary, and the inspiring music of the choir, all designed to encourage you in your faith journey. And I'm delighted that you found time today to join me here as we talk about how to choose well when it comes to the many things that we must make decisions about. And I'm not just referring to the major life decisions we make, who to marry, what job to take, where to live, etc. We also have to watch out for the so-called little everyday decisions that, when added up, can make for a happy, God-pleasing life or one that's filled with turmoil, conflict, and disappointment. The choices we face on a daily basis really do have an effect on us. What we watch on TV, what movies we go see or download with the touch of a button on our remotes, The books we read, the places we go for entertainment, all feed our minds, our spirits, and will eventually wind up affecting our actions. Hopefully it's not a surprise to you that under the guise of avoiding censorship and ensuring freedom of speech and press, companies are producing things that pretty much trample underfoot any sense of morality, decency, and normalcy. Anything goes now, regardless of how bizarre. Reading materials and visual arts, as well as music lyrics, are becoming more and more graphic and not in a good way. So it's up to us to choose well when faced with what to read, listen to, and look at. And we have to help our children and grandchildren learn how to choose well from among the many things that are now available to them. Trusting God to lead and protect is one of the most important things we can do, and we need to pray daily, maybe hourly, for those we love, so that they learn to depend on Christ to help them in every choice they face.
In Matthew 10, we read about Jesus sending out his disciples to share the good news of the gospel. And he instructs them in verse 16 with these words, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. God expects us to be wise in our actions, while at the same time being innocent or harmless in our motives. In other words, as the Amplified Bible says, we should have no self-serving intent. The godly wisdom we walk in will help us choose well personally when the need arises, and having God's heart of compassion and love for others will help us as we steer those we're responsible for in our families, churches, or other groups toward right choices. We never want to have a judgmental attitude toward the choices of others, and yet we need to remain true to our convictions as based in God's Word. 2 Timothy 2 verses 24 and 25 say, A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Bottom line of these verses, we must be wise and make good choices for ourselves and then gently guide those God has placed in our spiritual care to do the same thing. Oh,
wise choices requires courage and strength, especially in the face of so many things that are not only available to us but really pushed on us by a culture that is quickly sinking to depths of depravity that were heretofore unimaginable. And we need to raise young people who are strong in convictions, strong in resisting temptation, willing to say no, individuals who refuse to be tempted by a dare, who don't desire others' approval to the extent that they will compromise on what they know to be right and wise, and who are astute enough to be protective of themselves and others in all situations. And just in case it hadn't occurred to you, we can't influence our children or others to live that way, to choose well, unless we're willing to set that example ourselves. My prayer is that we will be strong enough to resist the downward spiral of social mores and be a clear and shining light for a very lost world. One of the things we most need operating in our lives today is the gift of discernment. Christianity.com has defined it this way. Fundamentally, discernment is the ability to judge well. Whether it's choices we make or the people we interact with, discernment is the gift of recognizing the moral and practical consequences of our decisions. And the time to ask God for discernment is before we make a decision or a choice, not afterward. Although we know that God is gracious and will help us when we find ourselves suffering as a result of not choosing well, it still saves a lot of heartache and problems if we will make a good choice to begin with. And we need the Holy Spirit operating in our lives if we want to do that. One of the things that impedes our ability to choose well is not recognizing the inroads that our enemy, the devil, is making into what would seem to be normal or acceptable in media, education, politics, and almost every other sphere of activity we engage in. And we are often slow on the uptake to really believe that the devil has anything to do with the moral decay around us. Yet Jesus says in John 10.10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And 1 Peter 5.8 gives this warning. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. The enemy is subtle and operates under the radar to slowly but steadily inject ungodly lifestyles and philosophies into arenas that we would usually consider safe from these kind of influences. The COVID crisis revealed how much of this kind of activity had infiltrated our schools. Once considered safe havens for our children, many schools were found to be focusing on things like gender identity, family structures, alternative lifestyles, etc., and discouraging the role of parental authority in children's lives. My husband and I have for several years watched a family-oriented cable movie channel that has recently begun to insert alternative, unbiblical lifestyles into their films, making them seem perfectly acceptable. TV shows, amusement parks, magazines, all manner of advertising, and even the children's book industry have all fallen prey to similar trends. So my point here is that as believers, we have to be diligent and choose well when it comes to nearly every aspect of our lives. I want to leave you with two verses from Psalm 119 
One is a declaration we need to make to ourselves, and the other is a prayer. The declaration is from verse 30 and says, I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your rules before me. And the prayer is from verse 173. Let your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. Learning to make good choices is not just something we teach our children and grandchildren. It's not only a caution that protects the young and inexperienced. It's a good word for all of us, regardless of age. Choose well.
we are all out of time for today, but before I go, let me give you an update on what's going on with the choir. Coming up at the end of this month, the choir will be in concert in Silver Spring, Maryland at 4C Bible Church. That will be Saturday, March 25th at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We hope that will be a great time for you, an afternoon of wonderful worship music, and then you can be home in time for dinner. This season we're sharing songs from our newest recording, Your Great Grace, and I know they will be a blessing to you. So definitely put this on your calendar. Invite some friends and join us for an awesome afternoon of worship. That's Saturday, March 25th, 4 o'clock p.m. at 4C Bible Church. All the details are on the choir website, nationalchristianchoir.org. Again, that's nationalchristianchoir.org. Don't miss it. And while we're talking about dates, be sure to reserve Saturday, April 29th, for our concert in the Germantown-Clarksburg area of Maryland. We'll be at Potomac Valley Assembly on that day at 6 o'clock p.m. The church is conveniently located right along Route 27, and the choir will present songs from our recent recordings. You won't want to miss it. Again, that's Saturday, April 29th, 6 o'clock p.m. at Potomac Valley Assembly. We hope to see you there. And right now we have a special way of saying thank you when you donate to the ministry of the choir. This month, when you send a minimum donation of $25, we want to send you two CDs, Call to Worship and People Need the Lord. Again, that's two CDs, Call to Worship and People Need the Lord, sent to you when you support this ministry with a minimum donation of just $25. And please write the word offer on the memo line of your check. Again, write the word offer on the memo line of your check. So here's the mailing address. National Christian Choir, P.O. Box 1600, Germantown, Maryland, 20875. That's National Christian Choir, P.O. Box 1600, Germantown, Maryland, 20875. We're also auditioning new singers at this time, so if you have a love of singing for the Lord and want to be involved in a dynamic music ministry, just email us at nccauditions at nationalchristianchoir.org. That's nccauditions at nationalchristianchoir.org. Now's a great time to join so that you can sing on our 2023 recording later this spring. Once again, this is Kathy Bowman thanking you for joining me today. Be sure to tune in again next week as we worship together here on Psalm 95 with the National Christian Choir.